We're still here at the cellar having a good time, and I am drinking the High Five IPA by Terrapin Brewing Company. It's in Maryland, and it's pretty tasty. I, I know nothing more than that. It's <laughs> it's good. It's and good, and that's all that matters. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get kind of drunk. Uh, <laughs> this Miami game next week is a big one for us, especially coming off this NC State win. If we want to have a chance to win this Coastal Division, it's not a must win, but it, it's it's an important, important game. And it's we pretty played, close to a must win. Yeah, we've played Miami well over the years. We're 13-11 and 11 against them under Beamer, and we're 6-4 and four against them since joining the ACC. So a slight edge, but they always play us tough, especially at Miami. We mentioned Al Golden a little earlier and how he's kind of underachieved. This is his fifth season. He has a perfect 500 record in the ACC. He's 16-16. and 16. And they finished six, to, six and seven last year, and were basically a huge disappointment after they lost to FSU, which is why their game tonight is so critical. Because the last two seasons after they've lost to FSU, they've unraveled. They're three and one with their loss to Cincinnati last week, like we mentioned, and they haven't won a bowl under Golden. They're zero and two, and there's obviously been a lot of heat to fire him. They're at a crossroads. They need to win this game against FSU or Golden will be in serious trouble. I don't think he'll be fired mid-season. I, I, I really think that they'll at least wait till the end of the season, but all bets are off if he loses like the next three or four in a row, especially the fact that they almost blew it to Nebraska and lost to an AAC team in Cincinnati. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on just the momentum of our team and us playing Miami, how do you feel about the game next week? I never feel good about playing Miami. They always put – I know we say this weekend went out, but there's a few teams that always play us tough, Miami being one of them, Pitt being another, and BC. That's what I always mark on my calendar as the three teams. Maybe you have others that always give us trouble is those three teams. And Definitely. Here we are, here we are again. And we're going down to the heated, you know, obviously fan base full, uh, you know, Miami team. It's a way game. The team last night had the benefit of being a home game. And I think we're going down into Miami. And I think but that we've that's played better sw- on the road recently. I know. I know. Uh, maybe we get more amped up. I, I don't feel great about I actually felt better about this game before the NC State game and going in. They're up against you know they're up against the ropes like against us. They Al Golden has to win this game. This this is tonight his against career. FSU. No, no, I meant I meant uh, yeah, okay. next week. Well, yeah. what if he's not the coach though? <laughs> well, he's not getting fired. I, no. The I, I midseason re- fires don't happen very not, often. Not There's often. a couple you know, that happened every season. But that's usually a dumpster fire situation when you're 0-4, 0-5, and then they get rid of the coach. I don't think they're going to fire him, despite the uh, the plane driving around or flying around with the signs that say fire Al Golden. I don't think he's getting fired. I think we're going up against that team. Uh, I don't feel great about it. I think that our talent actually could pull off that win, but I'm not very confident in this game. I'm really interested to see what happens tonight. I know that's kind of a cop-out, but... This is the first really decent team they've played. They've played Bethune-Cookman, FAU, and a 2-3 and three Nebraska team who's been extremely disappointing. That Nebraska head coaching hire was just crap. It was uh, a terrible... Everybody and, questioned the hire, and normally when you question the hire, you give some time. People realize pretty early that, oh. that tire was that hire was not good at all. Not at all. And so Miami hasn't played anyone tough. They're... 
their losses, you know, they, the loss to Cincinnati is a little embarrassing. But like I said, they're okay. They're just they're middling. Like you look at their defensive numbers, middle of the road. You look at their offensive numbers, a little bit better. They've given up, as I said before, very few sacks and very few tackles for loss. But you have to take into account the people they've played. On They're, offense and defense, they seem like a mediocre <laughs> ACC team. They do. Exactly. You could peg them as the perfect middle-of-the-road team. That's it. They do have some playmakers that I feel like we need to mention. On defense, their linebacker, Raphael Kirby, is a beast. He's averaging eight and a half tackles per game and is flying around the football all the time. Their DBs have a combined eight interceptions on the season already. They've only played four games, so they're averaging two interceptions a game, and their D-line is pretty solid. It might be their weakest defensive position, uh, but Harris is a name to watch. He has two and a half sacks, and the other there's another four other guys that have sacks, so they kind of are spreading around, but like no one's truly dominant on the D-line. It's Kirby, and their linebacking core is the one that you really want to look out for. And those DBs, like, we're going to have a hard time passing the football. That's one of the reasons I really hope Brewer can play next week. Motley can't. He's not the best thrower. He he's a playmaker. He can run the ball. He can scramble a little bit. He can you know keep it alive. But he's not he's not a throwing quarterback. Despite the fact that I I do like Kirby at linebacker because that D line is a little bit weaker. Their their rush defense is susceptible. And if we can play like we did last night and run the football like that with McMillan, I think we can maybe match that 200 yards rushing we had last game. It, they're definitely susceptible against the run. If you want to flip over to the other side of the ball, you like their quarterback. Yeah, I, I, well, I liked him in the first few games, and then he's done well. He's protected the football pretty decently well. He hasn't really thrown for a lot of touchdowns. It's kind of been in between. I, I think I'm done with him. I think it's going to be next. You know, I think he's a sophomore. 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 This, so he's got a couple more seasons in him. He's not going to be jumping to the NFL his junior year. But I think next year is probably going to be the year for him. He is talented. I mean, uh, the he's scouts very are talented. The scouts are looking at him. People like what he can do, but he hasn't been productive this season. And I would say he started off real hot last year, and that's why everyone's like, "Oh, this freshman QB from Miami is like really starting to blow up." But down the stretch last year, he kind of struggled. He threw 26 TDs and 12 picks last year, 58% completion. This year, he's come up to 61%, 7.81 yards per attempt, and five touchdowns in one pick. But those numbers aren't that impressive. They're, they're pretty average numbers for what is supposed to be a star QB. Like, he was being hyped as, like, he's the next Miami star QB. Yeah. And I'm not ready to roster him up for UCLA when we started the season. They're already like, you know, this guy's going to be, but just like we worried about Duke Johnson last year, Joseph Yearby is something, someone that we need to be fearful of. Very fearful. This running back is, he's a beast. 424 yards to four games, 7.3 yards per carry, four touchdowns. He's 5'9", 202, but he is shifty. He's got some moves. He also can catch the ball just like Duke. Eight, eight receptions, 111 yards, and a touchdown of the season. And I'm, I just, I'm so afraid it's going to turn out like last year where Duke Johnson was just catching balls out of the backfield, just run, literally running all over us. Duke Johnson was almost throwing passes against us last year. Like, that's how good he was. He, he, he destroyed us. I was, he in, really the, I was in the stands, and it was, was embarrassing. Well. It was just sad to see our defense could not And it's hold odd him. because Yerby is, like, 
a Duke Johnson look like? They're practically the same size, 5'9", 202. They've got another guy that runs the ball, uh, Walton. Uh, who's, he's pretty solid. He actually has more touchdowns than Yearby rushing. He's got five TDs and has four yards per carry. And he's not terribly big either, 5'10", 195. But he's been getting a lot of carries for them as well. So they love this rushing attack. And that's a trouble spot for us. It, we're we're it, not it containing is. the run very well. Against true power run games, though, which is what they kind of run, we've been very successful. Yeah. So that's, that's encouraging. True. We're not going to spend too much time on, on the receivers or tight ends, but Scott Waters and Brady are three guys you should watch. Scott's their top guy at wide receiver, 23 receptions. He's got a touchdown and 300 yards. He's not Isaiah Ford, but he's pretty dynamic and can definitely make some plays. And they've got decent tight ends, which against us could be a problem. Now, the tight ends only have eight catches, catches combined throughout this season, but they're athletic as all hell and Miami has always had a history of having good tight end play so that's something I'm worried about in terms of how I think the game's going to go I know Robbie gave his thoughts I if we can rush the football like we did last night against NC State I think we will win the game I'm hoping it's a it we have a flashback to that game two years ago when Trey Edmonds had four touchdowns um and we just we basically wiped the floor with Miami down in Coral Gables. I'm hoping for a repeat of that. Yeah, I agree. If we see what happened last year, there's going to be a lot of <laughs> a lot of emotion in Blacksburg if we see what happened last True, year. True, but with Motuapuaka and Clark playing the way they're playing now, I have some hope that that might not turn out like that. Well, it's another year under because Mo- Moto Cause I Chase think- might have been gone by then, right? That's right. So Chase was out, Moto was in. So, but he was—that was probably his second First or third. Or second start, yeah. It was right in the beginning. So, Moto's turned it on. If he can continue to contain the outside, if, if we, we've been good under center, like if, if if people are writing inside zone, they've been able to pack, you know, put in a couple yards. But nobody's bringing up big plays in the center. It feels like, we, but on the outside. We are a disaster. We have had some problems on the outside. But overall, I think the defense is starting to step up. The running game seems like it's going in the right direction at this point. I, I think I think we can pull it out, but I want to see what happens against FSU tonight. Yeah. What's your what's your final thoughts on this? Do you think we actually can win this game or do you think No, I think we're going to beat Miami. You think we're going to win? I think we're going to beat Miami. Yes. I think that they are not very good and I think that we will win. We don't have a spread because it's only Saturday. They haven't played FSU yet, but I think we will win, and I think we'll win by, I like a weird score, like maybe five or six points. I think we'll, I think we'll take it. I can agree with that. I think that's, that's reasonable. It's, it's going to be a tough guy. It's good. They're going to slug it out against yeah. us. They always do. Every game is a, is a fist fight with Miami. This is, this is a big game for us.